0: again with Podcast in the Pod, Episode 2. Woo! All right, <laughs> I go too fucking why not? <laughs> you know it's your host Bones. We have a wonderful co-host. This is your boy IJ the Prominence. How's everybody doing today? And today we have a nice special guest. My name's Scatter Drew. How you guys living? Oh, yes, yes. Good. How you doing today, man? Good, good.
1: Yeah, man. First things first, I do want to know about Scatterjew. Why don't you tell the viewers a little bit about yourself before we get into our topics?
2: All right. Well, I do a lot of um, dabbling in a lot of music uh, projects. I'm also a producer. I record people on the side as well. I even teach guitar. If any of you all out there on Long Island need a lesson, guitar-wise, I got you. At very cheap rates. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, musically, I just... I've been in a few bands here, punk rock bands. Right now I'm just working on some acoustic stuff I'm working with, uh, doing like a two-piece project, just me and a drummer. And uh, see where it goes from there. We have our first show December 8th in uh, Issa it at the Velvet Lounge.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's going to be a fun time.
1: It's funny how you mentioned the Velvet Lounge. I always hear about it all the time, especially for most of the up-and-coming artists. Uh, I know a few friends of mine from, ba- from actually Brentwood, they go and perform there every now and then.
2: Yeah, actually, um, there's definitely like a lot of different, um, uh, there's a lot of different promoters nowadays that kind of uh, have been taking the reins. They're like our age now too, which is great. And I feel like it's crazy, funny you mention all this stuff now, because uh, a lot of them like when we were all like 15, 14, the music scene was okay on Long Island. You had bands like Taking Back Sunday and Brand New coming out and it kept the Long Island scene alive, which is really sick. Then it kind of dumbed down. This is around the time when I started playing in a metal band. I was a vocalist for it around like 10th or 11th grade, so nice. like 16 or so. And it was really kind of, it was there, but it wasn't where it was today. And that's what I think is really crazy because all the people our mm-hmm. age are now old enough to talk to these venue owners and these bar owners to be like, hey, listen, I want to throw a showcase every week here or an open mic. And I, I, me, myself, I know at least four or five different companies or promoters and stuff like that that do this weekly, so... Velvet Lounge is definitely one of the places out of the. I think there's like seven or eight now that are run mm-hmm. by like four or five different people all on Long mm-hmm. Island, um, and they just you know they will do either an open mic or they'll have like um they even do stand up comedy and like. oh, there's, there's so many out there now, and that I and it's really great to see the scene flourishing like this for not just music but poetry and people who want to go up there and maybe even do interpretive dance. I've seen that happen a couple mm-hmm. of times too.
1: That's kind of L. Yeah.
2: yeah. So Long Island's pretty popping right now when it comes to that stuff. So uh, yeah, Velvet Lounge is definitely uh, kicking it real well. Every Tuesday they got free Indian food at that one open mic so you can nice. definitely come through and get some chicken tikka masala if you're all about that life. Oh yeah.
0: Chicken tikka masala. <laughs> oh I think yeah. that's
1: what you need some Ain't that right, Bones?
0: Oh yeah. Sounds <laughs> delicious.
1: It's kind of funny too because I was talking to Bones about this that Like the Long Island music scene, it's been like overshadowed a lot, especially in hip hop, because when you think hip hop and Long Island, that's those two never go together. Like you think just straight up New York City or like the boroughs or anything. And even those that are from out here, they don't rep us like that. They always represent like Brooklyn or Queens. And it's like, bro, what about Suffolk and Nassau County? Yeah, you know, I
2: feel like that's a really good point. You know, I have a best friend of mine. Um, his name is J Six. He's actually from Bayshore. He's actually an up and coming rapper from over here, and he's actually one of the first that I've seen to actually really rep the South Shore. He calls himself the South Shore Demon a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, it's cool to see that because, like, you're you're right. There aren't a lot. There aren't a lot of them that are like, yeah, no, I'm from Long Island. Like, they don't want to rep from here because I guess uh, they yeah. want to make themselves seem. I don't know. Like I said, I don't want to speak above too much, but I just imagine that they just want to go where the where the where the hype's at. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: I know that's music overall, but yeah. it's funny how you mentioned J6. I actually, the first time I ever seen him was at an earwax session, and he was actually really dope. And that's I follow awesome. his music ever since, because I think he's pretty dope. I heard oh, his yeah, album, no. too. It's incredible.
2: Yeah, dude, I actually do a lot of uh, work for his uh, live band, me and my drummer Khalil. We uh we play in his, I'm not sure if maybe you were at that show, because we played the earwax session. We played a few, but right. yeah, I play guitar for a lot of his hip-hop songs, too, so. That's really cool that you know him. It's a really small island. Yeah. Of course,
1: listen, I, I was telling this to Bones that when it comes to Long Island hip hop, I am, I keep my ears and my eyes open because I listen to it because we don't get that much love. No, nah. you know,
2: and there's a lot of good ones. Like J Six is cool, but you know, mm-hmm. he introduced me to a whole bunch of uh, people that he's running with right now, like Buddy yeah. Lofton. Yep, and this, uh, who else? There's um. Oh, I can't think off the top of my head because I didn't think about this topic. I didn't think we were going to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, honestly,
1: this is this is something I actually didn't want to touch upon just yet. I yeah. wanted to dedicate a full episode for that. but We'll get back to it. another yeah, time. Yeah, if anything, we'll get back to it another <laughs> time, and I'll definitely have you in here for that. Yeah, because sure. Because I can talk about like my, fo- my top favorite artists that made me care for Long Island mm-hmm. the most, especially right. that they're out here. Right. But
0: let's uh move on. Do you got anything to say, Bones? No, yeah, exactly. Let's just move on want to <laughs> do something completely different. Yeah, I apologize (laughs) for that. Sorry about that, guys. (laughs) When it comes to
1: music, I don't play. Yeah. That's a sneak peek. feel you. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, first topic, though, will be Stan Lee. R.I.P. Yes, R.I.P. Rest in
2: peace, rest in peace. Mm -hmm.
0: He was great. Great movies. Brought us a lot of iconic people and superheroes, of course.
1: I feel like we need a moment of silence, but that would... (laughs) kind of drag it out you'll just edit <laughs> it out anyway yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> so just to let you know we do we already did our moments of silence for him especially yes. when we heard the news it was tragic
0: exactly sad sad day
1: How, where were you when you got the news I was at work me too <laughs> <laughs> that's the irony of it all yeah Man. I I, don't, I think I was just at work too. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I just remember going
2: on Facebook and seeing my whole Facebook just freaking flooded with the stuff, you know. Stanley. And I, I feel bad to a lot of the people that were really grew up with him, you know, and like, mm-hmm. they felt like he was a, like a childhood memory to them and stuff. Like it's a, like it's an etched in their childhood, you know.
1: Yeah, he's touched generations to generations. Exactly, exactly. That's yes. it's funny too because he, I think if. What I read about him was correctly. He did work a little bit around DC before doing the uh, Marvel thing. And then he became like the face of Marvel. Like whenever you think Marvel, the first person you're going to think of is Stanley. Yeah. Right? Nobody else. Uh, not that much. Unless you really, really know about comics. Yeah. I unfortunately cannot because I wasn't too big into comics back then. But I just knew that Stanley, he was a very important figure. And yeah. shaping how comics were to this day.
2: I'm on the same boat with you. Like I didn't really I wasn't really too into the whole comic scene right. as a kid, but I knew yeah. obviously we all had our, our heroes that we loved that mm-hmm. he created. So for that all and it's all you have to give tribute to the person who no really brought that what. to our life. Even his exactly. rivals
1: like when his passing DC had an open letter stating that they respected everything that he's done and he will be missed. And that's their main competitor yeah of course right yeah so, they're showing
2: their own respect so that's how they know that like he was definitely a legend
1: he was definitely legendary I think <laughs> what about you both well, Jesse <clears throat> without a doubt legendary I'm about to say I feel like you kind of like drifted and I thought you were about to cry about <laughs> it
2: call that as weed pen you want the smoke to him yeah it's <laughs> oh, like
0: smoke uh, some bitch it's very, <laughs> instead of pulling out for the homies toke one out for the homies, for the homies. <laughs> <laughs> that's sick
3: <laughs> it's
0: just the way it has to be sometimes
1: i mean he was pretty old but still yes you never want to think about when it's time
0: finally came exactly you never want to think about it it's like damn
1: yeah
2: no there's definitely a lot of people out there that definitely took it into a very very like oh my god how could this be like yo, the dude was like in his late 70s or mid 70s no nah, right? he
1: was like he was
3: 95 oh 96? i'm
2: sorry yeah and i'm sorry yeah yeah. 90s. I'm just compared to my grandma's age. She's in her 70s right now. <laughs> but like, yeah, he's in, it's yeah. like in his 90s. That even even more reason. Like, yeah. damn. Like, like, he
1: lived a long
2: motherfucking
3: life. Exactly. He asked me.
1: He did
2: a like, promising yeah. life. Too.
3: <laughs>
1: Look where it brought us.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it, it kind of it did annoy me a little after a while when my Facebook was flooded with all these people that are like, oh my God, Stanley. Like we're talking about like 17, 16 year old kids. And granted, maybe it's in their childhood too. Mm-hmm. But most of his work for people that would notarize him for people our age and even older all the comics people those are the people that should be feeling the most but you know in a time like this where there's so much dramatization everywhere exactly I just kind of feel like I wish I wish people would think of it more in a positive way especially because of how old he was like yes, sucks that he's died and everything but like think of the positives like of what he brought and celebrate Mm -hmm. his life With death at the same time, you know, Mm -hmm. because when you keep spreading, oh my God, how could this be? It's pretty obvious. I mean, people get old and they die. It's happened. It's bound to happen. That's the only thing that kind of agitated me that whole week that it happened. Like, obviously it happened because, you know, he lived his life. Like, let's be, let's live as a celebrative. Let's think of it as like, not even like as a nation, but as a whole world thing. He brought together so many people in the whole entire globe. Mm-hmm. you know and i think it's so much better i feel like he would have wanted us to like be very happy of what he's done like exactly like this him dying was him reaching the top of the mountain that he's been climbing all his life
0: and you know like, i made it
2: so he made it like it's fucking awesome like it's sick we should it's be like be celebrating life. in the streets instead yeah. I agree. You know, that would be the best way to showcase all his stuff instead of being like, oh, rest in peace. This, like, yo, here's all the shit he did from
3: boom, 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 boom. Like, yeah. check out all like this a shit. A lot
1: of tribute videos and everything. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of tribute videos on YouTube. Yeah. Especially from like some of the channels that I follow. Like, especially the bigger ones, like, of course, Looper, of course, uh, Watch Mojo, and the most important mm-hmm. one, Variant Comics. They did a tribute to Stanley. You have to, especially because he so did mold much. generations to generations. He impacted and touched so many generations he no matter what. Like,
2: he created like 300 characters or something, right? Like 200-something yeah. uh, characters.
1: I, I think somewhere. I can't say the exact number because uh, you know how the Marvel fans are. You get yeah. anything wrong, they're going to attack you. <laughs> yeah. I would know because one of my friends is one, so please don't at me. Please don't kill me. I'm sorry. I think the modesty to say to all <laughs> those
2: that are listening that are in that same boat that he's describing is hundreds
1: Keep it like he made. He had made hundreds. He made a pretty good amount of character. Yeah, (laughs) he made even when he made suggestions. They said no. He still gets the credit because he made that one suggestion suggestion, exactly. (laughs) So you got to mention them too for all these fans out there. Just because you don't want to get angry. Like, When he had some input on certain characters, guess what? He was a co-creator. But he had to say one thing. No, no, it doesn't matter. He's a co-creator. Yeah. Okay.
0: He said he wanted his hair. Black instead of brown, he
2: did it. He made him. <laughs> Call the name, man. I think it's all in the name. Like, oh, Stan Lee helped us create this character. Oh shit, well, I better go watch that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stan <laughs> exactly. Lee made it. That's yeah. it.
0: It, it. It's right. We gotta go and see it.
2: I love, I love, I love his name. Can we just talk about his name for a second? Just Stan Lee or uh, honestly, Stanley? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually <laughs> yeah, an it's awesome name. like it's so great. <laughs> it's <laughs> He's got the funniest That's it name for such a creative person. Yeah. I mean, he Rest in peace.
3: Well, look at
0: his name. Creative. It could be Stanley or Stan. Lee.
2: Exactly. Is it, it, it,
1: was he actually Asian? I don't know. No. Like the name Lee is, is it's Asian, right? Mm, I mean, it is, but he wasn't Asian. No. I no. think we all would have known if he was, but he wasn't. I think. He I wouldn't be
2: surprised at the same time, considering how much animation he's. Wasn't? Made. I
1: thought yeah. he was, um, like, uh, Jewish American or something like that. Let's look it up. Yeah, please, because again, <laughs> like, you know, I don't want to get added by all the Marvel fans. Yes. I apologize. <laughs> I don't dive really deep into it so again please don't at me I love you all you guys made everything possible yeah (laughs) I can tell you my favorite um, Marvel character though and that's Spider-Man regardless of oh yeah
0: yeah legend yeah there's just so many
1: yeah he did make so many and there's a lot of characters my favorite has to be Spider-Man no matter what because I feel like me personally I can relate to Peter Parker he does good and everything but he always gets the shit end of everything
0: yes that is true. What
1: about you, Bones? What do you like?
0: That's a that's a pretty hard one. Do villains count? Oh no I
3: could way! Count
2: <laughs> okay, so I looked it up, and this is great because oh my phone just died, but I just got it. He was born in Manhattan, yeah. and he was born to a jewish romanian immigrant parents oh so. and that's great because i'm actually romanian that's really cool that's awesome. and that's cool. you know on long island there's not a lot of romanians out here so anytime i hear like anyone's romanian especially mm-hmm. if they're new yorker i'm like oh shit oh my god <laughs> like, i speak it and everything too my parents were both born there but i'm the first generation born here mm-hmm. so it just said that he was born of parents that were romanian jewish immigrants but he was born here in manhattan that's sick. Awesome. That's awesome. awesome. That sick. Name like Lee at the end. Who would have thought? And a,
1: now you can consider him a legendary Unorker. Like New Yorker. New, Nor- New Yorker. Yes. <laughs> New, New Yorker. New Yorker. For life. Absolutely. Exactly. Deadass. I actually like that more. New <laughs> That's it. It's over. I dub it New Norker. Does nothing else. Don't at me. That's and don't. It. <laughs> I'll copyright and sue.
0: <laughs> He's coming for your neck. That's it. I want
1: all that money. <laughs> But, but yeah, I do count villains because my favorite villain is Carnage.
0: Ooh, I like Green Goblin. I like Venom. There's just too many. I can go on for days.
1: What about favorite superhero in the Marvel comics? In the Marvel, the entire universe.
0: Uh, I'll say the Hulk. He's beast.
1: Is that how you feel like when you're angry? Yeah.
0: Just, <laughs> uh, go rip my shirt off. I don't even gotta rip it off. It just breaks. no flex
1: that's it one thing you just don't turn green that's it yeah
0: (laughs) it's like well sometimes I do depending what type of turning green you mean but it does happen (laughs) oh bones (laughs) what about
1: you Drew um I don't know, man. If you know any, because I, I know you say you weren't too big into... I wasn't
2: so big into it, but I recognize, you know? I definitely recognize. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite superhero, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: superhero and and or villain. Mm. Or both, if you want to get kinky. <laughs> I go both
3: no. No. <laughs> no, I don't. No, no. He's like, no, um, no, no.
2: <laughs> I'd say definitely... Um, I like the story behind Captain America. Mm-hmm. As a superhero, though, I don't know. I would definitely want to go with Spider Man too. Like you know, you took it right out of my head because yeah. Spider Man's a legend. He definitely like the story of it, the idea of it, and everything that came along with it. It's a cool power, and granted, it doesn't have to be like the best power. Or like you know, you hear you saw in the Avengers movie, obviously how <laughs> how useful he was the whole time. <laughs> he was just like chilling the whole ride, getting beat up everywhere.
1: But and the Iranian, and the funny part about Spider Man is you may not think he's strong, but he's able to like stand his own against even the biggest. Marvel villains. Yeah, no, that's so, true. That's why you gotta give him a lot. That's why I love him more because even though you may think he's not as strong enough and you see he's just a tiny, regular, normal sized human being, he still hold his own. Yeah. You gotta yeah, give him to that's that. That's why he made it towards the end of the Avengers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why he's still there.
2: He's still on another planet with the, <laughs> what's his name, Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a really great one too. Doctor Strange. Yes. I like that one too. The mm-hmm. time traveling and all that. Yeah, yeah, and all those other powers.
0: Too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that was dope
0: yeah. Yeah, Do you want to go on To the next topic Sure But I think we'll, we'll skip the middle one Yeah We'll save that one For the last Yeah And we'll jump right into Favorite Marvel And DC movie
1: Mm-hmm. Now you said it yourself You haven't watched too many But you recognize That you do know some
2: Yeah here and there You know mm-hmm. I watched a whole bunch But it was never really A passion for me To really follow through yeah. On a lot of this stuff Um
1: so it's kind of weird for me because if I like it and I know there's going to be like a trilogy or a series about it, I'm always going to follow it because I've always been. Curiosity does kill the cat. <laughs> I like to know what happens next. Yeah. I'm like that with games, uh, TV shows, books, anything like that. Right. right, And that's just me personally. But yeah, let's say what do you got to say?
2: Favorite Marvel and DC movie? Or. Yeah. Or,
1: or DC And movie. or. This which is like <laughs> yeah. Not the hell with um, that. You could do both. I, mean, I normally blonde. do both because it's. I
2: think the original X Men it gets me, man. That's like my childhood right there. Yeah. Yeah. X Men is nice. The original one, you know, with Rogue and mm. all those people, like that one was cool. I like the other ones too, but just it has a special place in my heart. The first one.
1: Yeah. Right all right. That's fair. Yeah. I can respect that. I mean, yeah. that's the first time I think when you see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Yes. And that's iconic.
2: Yes. Yes. It is. I think. Yeah. You're right. First
1: time you see them claws and everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> all right. Bones. You. Uh, If I have to say, i probably have to go with X-Men, too. Where? Yeah. Really? I liked X-Men. That was good. Oh, X-Men or the Hulk movies.
2: I think what I like most about X-Men in general is because it doesn't just showcase one superhero or villain. Yeah. It showcases multiple in one movie. Mm-hmm. So it gives you a really, like, it's almost as if, you know, X-Men is its own uh Faction away from Marvel or DC It feels like Just because They have all of them in one movie Like bam Here's Mystique Here's Cyclops Here's all these other Like it, Here's Magneto You have yeah. Professor Xavier All these people all in one So it's like You get to keep yourself uh, Mentally I feel like It just It keeps you really uh, Preoccupied with All these different people And how they're all gonna Either help each other With what they know Or what they You know Or go against each other right. So that's why It made it kind of A very special thing I think to me too
1: you know yeah. what's also important too. You know how like Disney owns all of like Marvel and all that yes. stuff, right? Yeah, recently. Right. I think the merger finally happened with Twenty First Century Fox, and you know what Twenty First Century Fox owns? All the X Men movies. Right, right. So because I heard they talked about that, this in the last podcast. Yeah, I mm-hmm. was gonna mention that in the preview that with it, hopefully we get to see both the Fantastic Four and the X Men into the MCU. And if that's the case, that's gonna be so great. That'd be but sick. That, that'd be amazing. But oh, yeah. that's gonna be a. Uh, going to be one big reboot for both movies.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. And I hope it doesn't get bad ratings on it regardless. You know, I think it'd be great if they didn't do like when you say reboot, you mean like movies too? Like
1: like the movie, mostly just the movie side of it. Like they have to reboot it to integrate it into the MCU. Yeah. And tell us all that everything like Fox did and everything is getting a retcon and just, yeah, you can forget about it. My bad, bro.
2: No, totally. I feel like, you know, I hope that they, they, I hope they, they hit it out of the park with it. Because if they don't, there's going to be a lot of upset fans. Oh, oh. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> you know what I mean? I but feel I like there's going to be a lot of upset fans that way otherwise. But it'd be great if they didn't. And they just brought them all to the park. And all these little kids that have never really grown up on these movies would go and watch them now. Yeah. But that's not how it works in today's society. You know, you can't teach old dog new tricks. And you can't teach new dogs um, old methods. No, because yeah. yeah. it never works. Yeah, it never works, you know, so, but it would be cool to see them all kind of go back and watch those movies, and they'll consider them classics, because, I mean, from the moment that we watched them, we knew they would be classics, and it wasn't just because it was nostalgic for us, it was also because you knew that this was really well done. Exactly, like, wow, look at this. Like, for you, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the new Spider-Man or the old Spider-Man?
1: So, it's kind of weird, but for me, I prefer the old Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about like the um, Tobey Maguire Spider Man, though he is iconic and everything. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say it. I'm one of the very few that like the Andrew Garfield um, Amazing Spider Man, because I right. feel like that was somewhat, a little bit closer to how the comics portrayed Spider Man. Right. Right. But again, that is also that could also be argued, and I accept that. Mm-hmm. However, I will not argue back. I, that's yeah. just my personal opinion. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people hated the Amazing Spider Man one and two, and I can yeah. uh, understand why. I gotta but. be
0: that guy and say nah.
3: <laughs> You're gonna be the opposite?
0: <laughs> yeah, I like the original spider the regular Spider-Man. With you the mean the, the Tobey Maguire? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the Green Goblin. Okay. Yeah.
1: I could respect it though because I did Those. see all three of them like yeah. all in theaters yeah. and um TV and everything and I do love them but this guy's
2: just secretly a sucker for romance over here, Bones. He loves that very <laughs> Jane action, you know, He does <laughs> I, can honestly, I think you're right about that. Yeah. You can tell. <laughs> He's just a sappy
1: motherfucker. You know why? Because that's how he wants to do. He wants to hang upside down and make out with a woman like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He is kinky you. shit.
2: That'd be cool. That'd be cool to try, but you definitely a kinky motherfucker. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> People going to at you and start wondering why your name is Bones. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I actually didn't think about it until you said it like that.
2: It's oh, like, shit. It
0: could be taken multiple ways. Mm.
2: Yeah, upside down, you know. <laughs> Left Take and right. Ways. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we get there,
1: man. Hey. That's it. But, yeah. All right, so you said X-Men regardless, huh?
0: Yeah, X-Men's good. Yeah.
1: So, what about you? Me? I've As you see, I've already, like, I've already answered Spider-Man. So, I'm going to do it different. Actually, the movie that I really, really love, as far as, like, for both Marvel and DCs, either one, I have to say, I can always go back to any of the Batman movies. I'm talking about the Christopher Nolan one.
0: Oh, yes. Yo. Yo. Yes. Those are the best ones.
1: I mean, yes, there was Batman Forever. There was Batman and Robin, you, you know, Batnibble, whatever. <laughs> Batnibbles. we gonna speak, speak on that. Anyways... I know there are people that grew up and watched those ones. I did too, and growing up, I realized they sucked, but whatever. I love the Christopher Nolan's, the Christian Bale Batman. Definitely. Mm -hmm. You can't... I don't think Ben Affleck could... Though he kind of did it.
2: It's all right, but Christian Bale takes the cake, man. He does take the cake. And when it comes to the Joker... Heath Ledger? Yo. Yeah.
1: Legendary performer. Another person,
2: yeah. rest in peace to, you know, if you want to get some honorable mentions there besides Stan Lee today. Yeah. Definitely well, Heath Ledger, man.
1: I actually saw the entire, like, back story and everything about when the Dark Knight was in production, mm-hmm. w- the methods he took in order to get that yeah, role Yeah, they locked everything. him in a room
2: so he would, like... Uh, he did that comes- to himself.
1: He rented a room out with nothing but just a bed in it, he kept a diary of writing everything, all while I think he was prescribed with drugs because he was actually not feeling well throughout production, but he still did it. Yeah. And there were, like, so many nuances. Like, do you remember that one scene when, like, Commissioner Gordon, like, came into the police department and, like, I forgot what he said, but everybody was clapping and, like, applauding him? And you see the next frame of, like, Heath Ledger as Joker just just clapping to him, too, and you just see, like, Commissioner Gordon just, like, in shock? That actually was not scripted. They left that in the movie because they loved how um Gary Oldman was, like, all shocked and everything. Like, what the... F-? You know? Because he was thrown back about it.
2: I like a lot of the things they did in the Dark Knight movie that were mm-hmm. on the spot. Like, especially when... Uh, I don't know if you know, the, like Heath Ledger, again, like, such a crazy, amazing actor. Still like when he had to blow up the hospital. Yeah. And... The like the the team that. that was supposed to detonate everything the fuse is a little longer so when he hit the button the first time it didn't really go yeah,
1: so it was supposed to
2: go yeah so he just pretty, yeah you saw that right where yeah. he was just pretending to hit the button over and over again like what the hell's going on he turns around
1: boom
2: <laughs> instead of like walking off said like hey what just happened in the director that would have and that's like a one shot scene yeah with the destructive demolition team and everything like he knew that, that, was, that he only had yeah one that was shot done that.
1: that was not supposed to happen but the director kept it in the... Right, right. It just fits so well. That's crazy. You know what scene I hate watching in it? When he crashes the Lambo. That kind of. Rest in peace to the (laughs) (laughs) Lambo. Yo, when I saw that the first time, I'm like, oh, that's a Lambo. Oh, that's hard to see. Of course, Bruce Wayne is witch.
2: Meanwhile, Bam Margero's like, I did that's mine last week, dude. (laughs) I hate (laughs) this Fuck you, Bam. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Bam. (laughs) He's a homie, too. Yeah. I love him. R.P. Dunn. Ryan
1: Dunn. Ryan Dunn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy yeah. man that's what I wanted to uh, that's what I'll leave it at is the Dark Knight trilogy movies Batman Begins Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises yes.
0: I don't really like the new Joker <laughs> I do but I don't the one in Suicide Squad or yeah. the new one new new one that's coming out no the one that, that was like in Suicide Squad oh, you don't like Jared Leno no Why he was not? good but it's like a different type of Joker that's like a Millennium Joker right there <laughs> did you see Suicide Squad Yes, I did. What'd you think of it? I actually liked that. It was pretty good. It was really good. Yeah.
1: I I was one of the few that I liked it too. That's why when I looked at the reviews and the ratings, I'm like, that doesn't make sense because everybody that I spoke to, they say the movie's not that bad. Like, they had bad moments, but it's not that bad where they had to get bad reviews. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense. This is why I never listen to reviews yeah. or critics. Always yeah, just no. find out for yourself. You I agree. Enough. If you don't like it, then fine. You can make the
0: argument, but... Yeah. That's how I live my life. But I'll tell you Mm -hmm. what, 9 out of 10 times, you'll always get nothing but pretty good reviews from us here at Podcast in a pod.
1: At least I would hope so. Yes. The way I
2: kind of see it is also too, I mean, anything Will Smith does in a movie, like...
1: It's Will Smith. It's
2: Will Smith. Like anytime I hear he's in a movie, I'm like, yeah, I bet that shit's gonna be fire. Mm -hmm. And it ends up being really fucking good. Anything he's ever done, I Am Robot... Any of that's... I I am. No, I, Robot. Not yeah. I, robot, robot. I am Legend. I am Legend. <laughs> <laughs> the other one. Like, it's just dope. Yeah, he's just everything. really good at what he does, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's like... It's like the best movies want him with four he's in it, but he just makes it better. You know, all the men in black ones, you know?
0: like Exactly.
2: Everything he's ever Bad done is just so sick. Bad yeah. boys. Yup.
0: I would say that used to be the same with Adam Sandler, but then he went down here after doing the same yeah. thing. It's because over he doesn't change over. it up. Exactly. That's the, pro- that's yeah.
2: the problem. Yeah. Over oh, s- and over. Speaking of bad boys, I actually saw... i actually follow Will Smith on IG. Um, nice. Me too. He's actually making a... They're making a third bad boys. Like they I showed Martin Lawrence with them, and they're like, We're making a third one. We're back, everyone. We're back. Oh. Yeah. At first, so. I thought
1: it was fake, but then...
2: Nah, I think it's real.
1: Yeah. Everyone yeah. is saying that this is actually a real thing, and I think the studio said that it's in production right now. Which, if that's the case, great, because I been one in a third bad boys movie. Hell yeah. The second needed. one was just so big and just much better. <laughs> yeah. Yo, the scene with the with the with Will Smith with his daughter, that's gonna be me as a father when if I have a daughter. <laughs> yeah. I already said it. Ooh <laughs>
2: I like that.
0: <laughs> oh man. But now last but not least final topic of today
1: I'm not gonna lie when I mean, you speak you sound like a robot <laughs> no, I like it I, like I it. kinda like it too it's hypnotizing. It is pretty hypnotizing it's one of those late night after hours like uh, VJ yeah, duck, yeah.
2: <laughs> you getting home tonight <laughs> <Like>
0: <laughs> yeah you doing all good that's right <laughs> yeah. It's like how y'all feeling tonight in, in everybody doing good
2: In actuality <laughs> Like that's actually Victor's voice After he smokes Three jo- joints Yeah it's just like Nice kind It's of, just like Yeah <laughs> That's, that's actually very do. true
0: But yes Last but not least The video game Disorder Rehab If anybody has ever seen it Heard about it Oh You know what I'll let you start this one. Right,
1: Are you sure you want me to start? Because I actually want to end it. The only <laughs> reason why is because it's going to... I have a lot to say about it. I have you a know. lot of my mind too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you yeah, too. Right? What do you think about this All right. well, the When I sent you the video a while back to like rewatching it now, whatever the case is. You said you watched it with your girl, your yeah. girlfriend, right?
0: Exactly, yes. What did you both think about it? We were like, this can't be real. They actually make they're trying to say now, like video gaming a lot is a disease, but yet I think about like, but you can get paid video gaming a lot, playing the game Exactly. So it's like these guys aren't—they don't have a problem. They're trying to get to be professional gamers. Mm-hmm. That's how I think about it, and that's how I see it. Yeah. You know? Right. But I thought it was really weird how the whole process is, and especially how expensive it is being a eight week program but for the first 30 days it's like six grand and it's an eight week program yep. it's like
1: and you're out there out there mm-hmm. where you have to go <clears throat> what is it what was it Seattle Washington
0: or something like that yeah I think so something like that
3: all yeah. I know is it's dead they want you the to way. be
1: out there That's yeah why. out there out yeah. there where you're not surrounded by electronic it's all um, civilization and Brokeback Mountain ish kind of stuff yeah. <laughs> without the Brokeback Mountain <laughs>
0: Well, you never know. So they get might get bored without technology. Oh, so. Jesus, bro! Don't take it there. <laughs> I mean, if
1: that's Oh,
0: man, That hurts. <laughs> it does another one. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> but no. I mean, if you if that's your case, I don't mean it as a disrespect because I know a lot of gay friends and whatever the case is. But other than that, I meant it in a way where like it's just just cut the broke back now. I'm yeah, sorry. just cut the broke back. <laughs> Love wins all. I'm sorry. Please forgive me.
2: <laughs> but yeah, yo, I think um, as for this gaming disorder thing, it's it's interesting because you know I'll be the first to admit, like I don't I don't do drugs, right? I don't do heroin or any of those things. I'll smoke pot once in a while. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, sure, once in a while I'll try other things that are experimental that they've done in maybe the 60s or the 70s. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. But um, <clears throat> I've I can tell you this, just like with drugs. Everyone gets affected by things differently. Okay. So if it's in you to have this disorder, whether it's through a social climate that you've been in, or maybe because of like a time where, you know, you just felt like you felt more safe in video games, everyone's going to be affected differently no matter what, because everyone's brains react differently. Just like with drugs, everyone's brains react differently. So if you're the kind of person that does need this help, because it's really something that's... An, it's an obsess- In a sense, it's like an obsessive-compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. That's what it really much just goes under the category of. And this is more of a subcategory, in my eyes, at least. Mm-hmm. Obsessive-compulsive disorder is where this would go, video game disorder. But they're pointing it out as a main thing, like it's its own whole thing, because they want to make it an attentive thing. So for me, this is more of a political thing, and I think it's kind of bullshit, if you ask me. Because... Yeah. If you have video game disorder, it's pretty much you saying that you just have this obsessive compulsive disorder with certain things. Everyone can be obsessed with something. There's people out there like, I watch Now This once in a while. You know, Now This, the people who make videos and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. me too. There's someone who's in a monogamous relationship, a woman. She's in a monogamous relationship with a roller coaster ride called Noct 19 something. I'll have to send you the video. Yeah, sounds- And she's in a relationship like she goes and touches the steel beams and talks about it in a sensual way like this isn't like like we're talking more about making this a surge in general thing of a warning but there's motherfucking people out there who are dry hump and roller coasters and shit
1: yeah What's strange addiction
3: <laughs> exactly
2: yeah you know what I mean everyone's brains are different but the fact that video games has become most, on today's society, one of the more major things, and it's happening to a lot of the majority population, It's only they're only bringing it to attention because digital technology and where it's come today, it's a, it's a very high commodity thing. And like you were mentioning before about it becoming like a sport now, people are making money off of it. Mm-hmm. It's true. And then again, you could also make money off prostitution too. So, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that these people are prostituting themselves. They're not owned by anybody. They're not like, yeah, go make me this money. Go play these games, bitch. No, yeah. it's not like that. They're doing it because they love video games and they're really good at it and they found a way to make money. Yeah. Good for fucking them. There's girls who are making premium shna- Snapchats and they're just fucking waking up every morning and taking a picture of themselves and getting money. We're mm. living in a digital age here. People should not be upset that they found a way to make money. Maybe afterwards when they've retired their career, maybe they'll find an addiction to it. Maybe, who knows? But that's part of their own personal problem. And if it gets to that level, it's because that they have this obsessive compulsive thing. But there are people out there, I'm sure if you talk to these other competitive gamers that can say, no, I'm not obsessed with games, but I do play video games a lot. They don't see it as a disorder where they're getting away from life. They're still going out and they're being regular people. You know, exactly. which I agree, which is why it just leads to the point that everybody's different. These people that, um, that you showed me the video of, these are just people that like I feel they've never really had too much of a, of a social life. And regardless if video games got in, in their life or not, they still probably wouldn't because that's just the kind of mental people there that they have that there are. There's people out there that are just not social. Uh-huh. They're anti-social, didn't they do anything. And they also don't play video games either. But we're not talking about them. Because people yeah. want to concentrate on people that are just putting the blame towards video games. Exactly. You know, I used to play video games like five, six hours at a time, you know, and then after a while I got older and I'd, I play maybe two hours at tops, you know, every two days now or three days Exactly. because we're a generation me that's too. in the middle. We're the middle bridge generation, as I call it. Our family, you know, and people that are older, than us, oh, we had pong when we were your age, you know, with the fucking two lines and a dot. Yeah. Cool. Still a classic though. Yeah, it's classic. Right? <laughs> no <laughs> matter what, I'll play that on exactly. a flip phone any
3: day. Yeah, me <laughs> too. <laughs> but technology
2: has gotten to the point now where it's such a high, highly evolving thing that it was just it was just a matter of time for us to be involved in it and for the generations to come. Those are the ones that I'm concerned about with this disorder thing because for us as a bridge generation, we understand we understand the past and we can also see it what the future is. Yeah. And as for someone like us to see it, we have to see the good and the bad thing in this video game disorder. Mm-hmm. Which is why I say the biggest bottom line is it depends on the kind of person you are. Exactly. Younger kids, they're gonna be born into a world where they're gonna be like, What's a flip phone? Mm-hmm. What's a beeper? You know, like What's a Playstation One? Like what's a controller eventually? Everything's gonna be VR. Yeah. Exactly. So For or that, mind control. Right for them, they're gonna be yeah yeah. For them, they're gonna be completely in a world where video games were always there,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and for matters or for more or less, they're gonna see it as something that is not a necessity all the time. For us, we were the ones that kind of brought into this video game disorder thing because we were the ones that never had it, and then we grew up with it, at the same time of it evolving. Exactly. You know, there's still gonna be these kids that are like, like Mia for instance, your exactly. daughter, right? Yeah. She's how old now? She's three. 3. So it's like by the time she's like 16, people her age, guys and girls, they're going to be such they're going to be so immersed in a world of technology that there's going to be other things to do besides video games that result towards being on a screen. Mm-hmm. So if they want to categorize it by video game disorder, that's bullshit. I agree. They should categorize it by uh, as a subcategory cuz like I said the main category is just the more obsessive compulsive disorder. Okay. Yeah. They should not categorize it by video game disorder. They should subcategorize it by digital something disorder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Something where it's digital just digital content. Digital content disorder. <laughs> like it's just you know just something about where you're always immersed in the activity of an electronic device. Mm-hmm. That's what it should be slash disorder whatever. If that's what you want to subcategorize it on.
0: It's mm-hmm. Like what's next? Like you play guitar a lot. You play too much. Now what? You got a guitarist disorder.
2: Yo, Quick little quick story. Ready? Check this out. Yeah, good thing you mm-hmm. mentioned that. When I was in high school, my 11th or 11th grade or 12th grade, my sixth Xbox 360 got the Red Ring of Death. You remember that? You remember those days? Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: I used to laugh at all of you Xbox yeah. <laughs> I had
2: a PS3. Yeah, man. I went over handy. to the 360 room. I used to be, I used to PS1 and shit, and then I went over to the 360 and I had yeah. this problem. I'd send it into Microsoft. And they'd send me a new system telling me that they repaired my old one. When I look at the back, it's a different serial code number. I'm like, you're lying to me. This is Mm -hmm. not the same Xbox. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) So I kept getting it and just going through the whole notions. And eventually Microsoft stopped recalling them and taking them back. You had to buy a new one. And as a kid, I didn't have the money for it at the time. We were broke. I was barely able to get that one. I forgot how I did. Probably a Christmas gift. So... I just stopped playing video games, and I came home and played guitar every day from school. Mm-hmm. Everyone would always talk about, "Yo, you were playing Modern Warfare Two online, yet? had almost third prestige." I'm like, "Dude, I don't Under even. Me- I don't <laughs> remember fucking Halo. Like, uh-huh, yeah. I'm so behind. I was that behind in school. Everyone was always talking about it. I would just go home and play guitar every day. That's where my life ended. That was me personally, yeah. which was great, you know. But I saw, you know, I grew up with a lot of kids my age that were all like about video gaming every day. Every day and every night, especially through online services, playing live and always trying to rank up and stuff. That was an initiative to always play all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we were all there at one point, yeah. but for me, it was interesting to kind of take a break for a little while, Yeah. you know, and I didn't actually get back into video game. I'm 25 now. I didn't really get back into video game until like, I think, 20, 21, to be oh, honest wow. with you.
1: That's really good. That's actually, nice kind of when I song. came
2: back from California, so that I was actually 22.
1: Yeah. Oh, you were in California at one point?
2: yeah for five that's a whole different story I was uh, out there with my other band that I used to be in we went and lived homeless in California for five months just to do it
1: I mean that sounds like the regular struggle like artist chasing the dream story so. literally it was yeah, it was life changing
2: chasing the dream you know waking up every morning on the side of like the Pacific Ocean and trying to find a way to shower meet people and get free Chipotle every time we could but oh, that's uh, that definitely matured me. I don't feel like I'm 25 anymore. I feel like I'm 30, 31. Yeah. At some at times. When I smoke, it's different. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you smoke it's like, yeah. When I came back
2: from there, I kind of just like chilled more. I moved into the basement and I wanted more privacy. And then eventually um, I just ended up getting into video gaming again. I whipped out the 360 that I still had and worked once in
1: a while. And <laughs> Did you ever get any of the current generations or no? You're You're okay now. What do you mean? Like the PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, any of that or no? Oh,
2: as of now, I mean, I'm fully immersed back into it. I got a PS4 now, you know. We got to play. Yep, yeah, you got to add me. My, my gamer tag is uh, Gutter Drew. See, he did the smart thing. He didn't
1: do the other thing and he got himself an Xbox One. Word. Smart nah. man.
2: I realized because my drummer for my acoustic project, he came through with his uh, PS4 once when we're all just chilling, smoking weed and just having a good time with our girlfriends and stuff. And, and he started showing me all these features on it and I'm like, damn, wow. Xbox I don't really do way. this. Like, nope. <laughs> and I could just get on Netflix and everything with this. And then eventually my girlfriend found me a, a PS4 for a hundred bucks, at, at not even out of the box yet. And it was pretty great. So That's what's the best. Yeah. So I've just been chilling on there. Like I said, you could add me, my 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 screen tag, whatever, gamer tag thing is gutter drew. I usually play Fortnite, like all yeah. these other little kids. And, uh,
1: <laughs> I used to play Fortnite a lot too, but... I uh, stopped because it got too popular, and then yeah. yeah. that's a whole other story. You're too much of a
2: hipster to play it now. It's <laughs> not even no, no. It's
1: not even that. I was, I was there when it first was launched for mm-hmm. free. Like I was there, and then I tried to get everybody to play it. Nobody wanted to play it. Well, I'm like, you know, oh, they're saying that.
2: that this is the game that really triggered this All whole this. thing to happen with the video game yes. disorder, right?
1: This, yes. This was. I, like, I, I remember
2: agree. being. I remember actually where I first heard about this video game disorder. I was actually on tour with my band and I was pumping the gas for us and you know, they have the news thing coming up on the gas uh, yeah. screens. That's where I actually first heard of it. And I went back in the van. I was like, yo, guys, did you hear that? Like, apparently video gaming is a real clinical disorder now. And they're like, no fucking way. What are you talking about? I'm like, dude, I was just watching it on the pump. <laughs> we were in New Jersey somewhere. I was getting gas for the van. And I, I, looked. I went on my phone because I wasn't driving, and I was shown. Never text and drive, by the way, guys. I was on my oh, phone because yes. I wasn't driving, and I'm just like, yo, yeah, this is a real thing. Like, there's a, there's a real medical thing for this now. Like, I couldn't believe it at the time. It's ridiculous.
1: It's kind of sad.
2: Really? It is. Yeah, but like I said, it, it's ridiculous to us because we're not the people that could really get into. We know if we want to step away, even if it's after six, seven hours. But these people are like playing. Like, you ever see those episodes of South Park?
3: Uh, the world of Warcraft. You see the dude with like
2: energy drinks yeah. and snacks by his. Comp- that's a real thing. That's a real thing. And that's that's, a, that's, always that's what I've been afraid of. Yeah, yeah. That's, but you never really happen. got to that level, I right? No,
1: I would not hope I would never get to that level. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, I want right. to get
2: to that level. Go big or but, go home. No, that's literally going big <laughs> and going <laughs> yeah, home. <literally. laughs> But all jokes aside, like like that's what you see in those South Park episodes or anything where they show like a gamer dude just at the fucking desk with a whole bunch of energy drinks and stuff. That's literally what they're doing. That's, yeah. you know, and granted, if they're getting paid for it or not, you know, their bodies are gonna, it's gonna catch up to them eventually. Their you bodies. Know, their are bodies. Paid for so, I guess the you know the health the healthcare system in America really with wants home. to make notice of that yeah. and tell people like, listen, this is a concern. But like I said, everybody's different. So I guess the only ones we could really do is just acknowledge the ones that do have the problem. But for us, we can say it is bullshit because, you know, how can you say that it's an official disorder to everybody who plays? That's that's actually what I wanted to
1: get to as well, because when they say disorder, I am thinking something like serious because mental disorder and all that stuff. I don't take that as a joke. You shouldn't joke like that. No. You know, as I think each of us are minorities in this room. As like minorities, mm-hmm. um, in the household, you were always told there's no such thing as mental disorder. It's all in your head. Stop being a baby. Man up or whatever the case is. That was always the, well, that's how I've always seen it. Mm-hmm. A little bit personal with me, but mostly how I grew up a lot of around like Jamaicans and blacks and all that. And that's what I've always seen too. Yeah. So like... I know mental disorder, to me, is it's kind of a weird thing because at first I used to never thought of it as a serious thing, but that can turn into a serious thing. Definitely. So that's why I kind of get annoyed when they say that this is a video game disorder and it's a mental issue and we have to take note of it. To me, I think, like you said, it's all bullshit. I don't believe that it's all real and anything because at any point, the difference is you can turn off the game and go outside or go do whatever you want to do. It's The issue is, you base your entire life around it. If you don't have it, then it's like you shut down as a person. You just yeah. don't want to interact and everything. Then it becomes a problem.
2: Yeah. So it, at that point, you know? it's, it's important for you as a person to make sure that you go out. And I know it's hard to say it to most people, but like if you can get yourself a social life, you'll be saving yourself in the end because you need to go out there and connect with other people on a person-to-person
1: basis, not just through a headset. It's funny, too, because I spoke about this with my own mom because she will tell you I was bad with games. Growing up, still am now, but I know how to control it. <laughs> and I go out and all that good stuff. I learned that there was old. there's more to life than just being behind the monitor, just playing, regardless whether it be PC, Xbox, PS4, whatever. There's more to life than just sitting back. Yeah, There are days where I do want to just do that all day. And that's just pure mm-hmm. laziness because you got nothing going on. Yeah, but if you're
2: like snowed in
0: or something. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's a different story. But other than that, you know, you mm-hmm. seize the day.
0: Yeah, you're not in the middle of the summer, 85 degrees outside. Yeah, I'm sitting inside and play video games. I
1: mean, some yeah. people don't like the heat. I yeah. personally don't love the heat, so I, like I can't argue that. Yeah. However, you know I get what you're saying, though. And like I said, like like I said, it's gotta be it's gotta
2: be a thing on both fronts where people understand yeah. that it's an it could be an addiction, and then also people gotta understand that they gotta get out there for themselves. And I know if anyone's gonna at me or say anything like, oh. Hello, easier fucking better said than done than to yeah, go out there true. and meet They're three people me and do too. that like you have to you have to understand that life is not going to come to you Mm-mm. you have to go to it you can't always expect people to like you or expect people to want to hang out with you but you also got to understand that a lot of people out there in today's society are very shy themselves. So yeah. unless you don't make the first move, you'll never know if you make a connection with a friend or somebody like that. Yeah, I yeah. think this, you
1: know, in this generation, everybody's so antisocial. Like, unless it's behind a monitor, speaking to them face-to-face is like speaking to a mute or a wall. Exactly. And that's a problem, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Back in the days, we used to never have that problem. Mm-hmm. Even in school, I keep hearing that it's kind of like that now, too.
2: That's why I'm proud to be a bridge
1: generation where Word. we've you had too. parents tell us that they went out and did shit. And not even that, like, we had parents that tell you, you're playing to this time, to this time. If you're still on it, even when I told you, yeah, I'm shutting it off, no matter what. I got to say, I don't care, you know? Yeah. Well, that's I'm kind of grateful I'm, that my parents did that to me yeah, well, on certain cases, not yeah. when it was on other games. You got to learn yourself. a little bit of discipline in your life, yeah, Exactly. for sure, you know? And I think that's what, that's what my mom literally told me when I told her about this video and everything. My mom, of course, my mom is an old-school Spanish lady. She's like, oh, all that bullshit. I don't believe any of it. Mm. I'm like, all right.
2: And my parents were born in a communist country and put together a rifle blindfolded under 15 seconds. At the time, Romania was occupied by a communist dictator, and they had to kind of escape the country, actually, through like these people. You have to get a visa into another European country and a whole mm-hmm. process. So I understand where it comes from when coming to strict parents. Yeah. And um, I mean, you know, I got to say this, though. There is a benefit to these video game stuff like it's definitely not making people stupid. No, it's you know, not making a lot stupid. of these people that are in these rehabs that are getting their help for d- video mm-hmm. game disorder, they're they're kind of intelligent people. Yeah, they are. You know, cuz their IQs it kind of, you know, your your pra- your brain is kind of always working. Exercising, and you're doing you're lifting weights with your brain when you have to do strategy games like World of Warcraft or something yes. like that. There's, this is not something that you really can do. If you can find a way to get a great balance of, of doing that, but also going outside to like hang out, especially as a young kid, it's so important up to when till when you're sixteen or seventeen or eighteen, go play basketball or football, anything to get your blood running quick, because with a mixture of getting your blood running through all the vessels of your brain and everything, and then you go inside and you play video games and you exercise your brain, you're gonna be a very fucking smart person. That's but very if you true. don't do both at the same time, you'll be smart. To a T when it comes to strategy and logistics through video games and learning how to do coding if you get into computer programming and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you will still have heart problems and all these other bodily things because you never got out to exercise or do anything. Yeah, You know right. what I mean? Even if you're not Absolutely. hanging out with anybody, just go for like a jog once around the block, then come in. How you know, many times as a musician when I had to think of an idea for a song or lyrics, I would just stop what I was doing, go run around my block, come back in, maybe smoke a bowl after that. And then after, you know, running around, getting my heart rate going, sweating a little bit, I started coming up with ideas. That's what people got to do for themselves as a young kid.
1: That's like detoxing right there.
2: Yeah. Like a little
1: compression, just get everything
2: flowing. At night, play little video games to exercise. And you kind of actually, as long as you're the person, that's another cool benefit of video games. If you're the person that can break away for a bit, you got to work tomorrow morning or something. That's me. (laughs) Play a little video games to relax, you know, wind down. You're winding down, but your brain is actually starting to go to work. You know what I mean? And that's actually great. That's actually great for you because like once you want, it's like reading a book because once you start reading a book, your eyes get tired, but that's because it's visually going left and right. But even with thinking at night when you're about to go to bed, play video games for an hour or two, you sleep really fucking good.
1: Yeah, you do. I agree. You know,
2: as long as you don't overdo it, right? Because then you're not going to get much sleep at all if you stay up, you know? (laughs) A lot in like, that video you're referencing there, that woman who is the founder of that program Restart. Yeah. She was, at one point she was mentioning uh, <clears throat> how the same people, the same look that people get in their eyes from cocaine, and how they widen up, is what people get from video games. I think
1: that's,
2: a, that's I think pure that's, I think that's bullshit. Yeah, I, I agree. We're talking about is, this.
1: It's a cocaine. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> the idea that you're talking about. This is from uh, HBO um, Vice section. It's called Vice News, and it's called Video Game Disorder. They dedicated an entire like section of the episode for this. Yeah, and it's a uh, I've seen the entire like episode. It, I've known about Vice and Vice is actually a really interesting. Vice is cool, yeah, is, yeah. Especially Viceland, the channel is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Unfortunately, they took out my favorite show, which is Jesus Meryl. Uh, yeah. You know, we're hmm. not gonna speak on that.
0: Anyways, but I feel like <laughs> that lady saying it like that just to sell it to you to make you go like, you know, it's what?
2: taking all of our parents. And making them start to wonder that because the thing about technology, the fact that it's ever changing, it's a mystery to the generations that are our parents, you know, we're the bridge generation. It's a mystery to them to know if it is true or not. They don't know for sure because they don't know the full answer on what technology is or where it's going. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they're going to listen to a woman like her because they're going to think, yeah, I know it's always developing and I'm always hearing about new stuff. They're so out of the loop that they're going to want to listen to whatever they're saying if they think it is something serious. They'll be like, yeah, you know, my child is playing a lot. You know
1: who and has the money? Kind of, of, you know school, who has yeah. that kind of power to do that too? Cult leaders.
2: Cult leaders, right, right. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if you are the kind of person out there that really does have this type of addiction and you are playing for hours on end and hours on end, this is not to offend you.
1: No, it's not because yeah. I do that every now and then when I'm free. Right. Like, I'll sometimes I just want to be antisocial and I'm. In my room, just playing. I get on my that. PS4 Everyone has and, moods you like, you know, that like that in today's society. days where I just. That's fine,
2: but if if you're more than what we do here, and you play more hours of video games than us collectively, then you do sh- you, you should get help or at least try to make a change in your life because, if you're a young kid between the age of fifteen and twenty right now, and this is you, and it has been for a few years, then you have to know that technology will probably consume you this way but you have to know how to keep a healthy balance in life that's a very important thing and if you don't you know you're, you're like i said everybody's different maybe you'll come out of it maybe you'll you'll realize this but i do think that it's bullshit that they're calling people out on it now yeah, yeah. if that's, you have if you have an addiction and you know you do there's no reason why they should make it a national thing right now
1: and if they call it an addiction then 95 percent of us have it you know? <clears throat> so, and that's the argument that I want to put. I'm, yeah. I I like to think I'm normal. I like to think you're normal. Don's is normal. Yeah. You know? So... The, the I,
0: biggest sign of addiction is always denial. Ooh, which I think, think is I? bullshit too because like... Of course somebody's going to deny if you claim that oh, you, you know, you're a video game addict. No, I'm not. I don't play that off. Oh, <laughs> see, <he's> denial <laughs> it means she's it. So <laughs> that's why I kind of don't believe in that either. At yeah. That little saying. So it's like... Yeah, no.
1: It is an interesting video to watch. If it those is. that have HBO, you should definitely check it out on the HBO app. It's called HBO Vice and you'll see it. I forgot the name of the episode or what season it was. Inside, but it's also on
0: YouTube. Inside the video game rehab.
1: Yeah, you can search that up on YouTube as well. and You'll see the full yes. section of it. It's very interesting. And I definitely want to hear everybody's opinions on it. Like, you can at us. You can definitely... Hit us up on, of course, Podbean, Anchor, uh, anything like that. And we Instagram. still got to give out our social media networks, too, Instagram, in order for them to...
0: Twitter, which is all at Podcast and a Pod.
1: Definitely. And if you want to hit us up individually, we will work on giving out our social media platforms, too. Except for Drew. Drew has his already. <laughs> it's a smart idea. Well, yeah. I, I said, like man, that.
2: Well, I've been in the game with the social media work for... A while now, especially being in bands, you have to be on top of that shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, definitely add these guys. Check out podcast to the
1: pod. I just realized I don't even have my phone, I couldn't even tell you. Most, I mean, I could tell you like a few of my um places, but not all of it. I mean, so for Twitter, you could find me at IJ503 uh, 61. Again, I gotta double check, as you see, I'm struggling, <laughs> and of course. On IG, you could find me on IJ underscore prominence. All like that. What about you, Bones? Do you want to give out your networks? No? Okay, cool. Fuck you, he's lo- I think he's looking it up I right know, now. I know. I'm fucking with him. No, he's <laughs> texting someone.
2: <laughs> he's probably asking his girl, like, Yo,
1: what's my account name? I forgot. <laughs>
0: you know, for some reason, I think you're telling the truth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I said right. before. You guys can find me on Instagram at Bones with a Z. Underscore underscore eight forty
2: eight. Ooh. There you go. You can find me at on Instagram at Scatter Drew S C A T T E R D R E W. And check out Scatterbrained, acoustic project I'm working on.
1: Yo, hopefully we get you in here next time to play some live music or some mixes. Yeah, that'd yes. be dope. Especially in a room in a room like this. It sounds sick. I mean, if you word. could sing, that'd be beautiful too, but again, that's pushing it, so I apologize. No, that's <laughs> fine. <too. laughs> nah, it's fine. Because we yeah. tried to get our other friend, J710 to sing, and he pretty much just said, fuck you. <laughs> yeah.
2: If I have my guitar, I'd sing,
0: but I don't have it with me. And you can check us out on Twitter at, at podcastinapod, all one word. Ooh, yeah. That's what about the Facebook it. page? The Facebook page is also at in the Pod. Check it out. That one's with spaces. The same thing on Instagram too, but I think
1: the pod part is cut out in the end, right? I think so. We're working on that. Anyways, yes. that's podcast in the pod right there. You can find us all there. You can try to hit us all up.
0: That's it. But all right, guys. Peace.
1: This is it. This is We're done?
0: Yes, done. Finito. Is it over? All
1: right. Finito. This I like that. This is episode that. two. Again, this is IJ The Prominence, the co-host for
0: this. Bones, the host.
1: Creator and Mecca and everything. I like that. And uh, one last time for, I guess. Scattered Drew. Yo, this was a great time. Uh, Round of applause, everybody. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I guess we're done. That's it. Everybody have a good day. I love you all. Peace. Peace. Be safe out there.
3: Yeah.